1: Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. Game five of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight here on 101 ESPN. The pregame at 6.30 as Tampa Bay will try to put away Montreal and win the series four games to one. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and three-time Stanley Cup champion Ken Danico of MSG Network and an NHL Network analyst joins us now. Uh, First of all, Ken, thanks for joining us. How are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing fine. How are you guys just Beautiful early early morning here, certainly where I am in New Jersey, actually a little bit hot right now, muggy, but doing good, thank you, thanks for having me. Good.
1: Hey, as we mentioned, you and the Devils, three-time Stanley Cup champions, you never won back-to-back, and Tampa Bay obviously trying to accomplish that feat. Can you put into perspective the difficulty of playing the games, and especially doing it the way they have, having to go to the bubble last year, of trying to win back-to-back Stanley Cups?
2: Yeah, well, in particular, in this day and age, with the competitive balance in the league, it's it's extremely difficult. Uh, I, I just look back from experience and, and had one opportunity. We won in 2000. Our second cup had a chance in 2001 and ended up losing in the finals to Colorado in seven games. And it was disappointing because it's, you know, it, it's something that uh, you know, not many teams accomplish. And, and Tampa Bay, if they win, tonight or, or eventually close out the Stanley Cup uh, championship here, you know, you, you start to become on a verge of a dynasty. I think the Lightning are that good. I mean, they just added pieces they have needed along the way. They're mentally tough, and that's part of the grind of winning back-to-back, and everybody kind of, we like to say, has a bullseye on your back the other teams because you're used as a measuring stick all year long. And, and then the four grueling rounds in the playoffs to – to get your energy, to get your mindset ready again for that. And the Lightning certainly have a lot of character and, and talent, and that's uh, that's uh, all part of it as far as going back-to-back. Back. But we'll see. We'll see if Montreal had a little life. That's what I love about the playoffs. I mean, the Canadians were kind of like I, the Cinderella. Uh, Tampa Bay was the Goliath. That's what I was using. Goliath versus <laughs> Cinderella. And it's kind of worked out thus far that Goliath is, has kind of dominated Cinderella, but Montreal gets an overtime win, and you just never know. They're finding some life here. They've had a magical year themselves and and been that team that uh, nobody expected to be here, Uh, but they've done a great job as far as uh, having everybody contribute, and we'll see now. They had a little puck luck in game four, so that certainly helps. You have to have that against a great team like the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Ken, you're a three-time Stanley Cup champion, and Pat Maroon, the native St. Louisan, is trying to join your company on the verge of winning his third consecutive Stanley Cup. And Pat Maroon is a guy, he's not the biggest star on the team, but he always seems to find himself in position to contribute when it matters most. (laughs) What do you see out of Pat Maroon that makes him so valuable?
2: Well, well, first off, I I got up close and personal with Pat Maroon doing the the Devils and MSG and when he was part of the organization for a short time and, and it was the yeah, so happened that was the only time the Devils have made a playoffs in quite some time, a surprise playoff appearance in two thousand eighteen. And I find that no coincidence. Pat Maroon is one of those character guys that uh, you, you say not the, the most talented. Well you don't win with guy without Pat Maroons and Blake Coleman's and Barkley Goodrose the pieces tap added after getting swept three years or, or, or a few years ago against the Columbus Blue Jackets in a record-setting regular season, they realized that you just can't win with a handful of stars. You need energy, you need physicality, you need character, and, and that's what Pat Maroon has. I mean, I always say this about Patty, and I hope he doesn't get mad at me. For a guy that can't move on the ice, he's the most effective player I've ever seen. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? He's just always in the right position, but he does have really good hands for a big man. And what Patty brings to a dressing room is is an intangible that you can't measure, and that's just the energy, bringing the guys together. Yes, he's tough as well, and you need that kind of mentality on and off the ice come playoffs, but he brings that, you know, those four grueling rounds I'm talking about, sometimes it, it's tough to go through the grind, and, and, and because the league's so tight, you have to have more guys than not that are willing to really push, the two months of playoff hockey and the grind that I talked about, and guys like Pat Maroon, make sure you're ready every day because of that gregarious energy and and spark, and it it goes a long way, believe me, and I speaking from experience, being on those three cup teams you mentioned, I'm I'm grateful for, we had a lot of guys, just a handful of guys that always just keep it going. Tampa Bay didn't have that kind of spark plug mentality personality outside of all their star players, and I think Pat Maroon's one of those blue guys that's been so important. And it's pretty, pretty amazing accomplishment if he, if he wins his third straight cup, no question. It's not a coincidence the teams he's on uh, have success, regardless if he's a star or not. He's a big piece.
1: Ken, uh, he wore a T-shirt here in St. Louis with the Blues that said, Chubby but effective. <laughs>
2: Isn't that kind of what I said? I I, I kind of along those lines. For a guy that can't move very well, I've never seen somebody so effective, especially in today's game where it's speed. But he's he's not out of position. He doesn't look like he's he's not keeping up with the play, and and that to me is remarkable. It kind of alluding to what what you're saying, and and that just tells me his smarts and positioning, and he just understands the game. But uh, you love the guy because he's a real character and. I certainly had a lot of fun with him in New Jersey. And like I said, the devil's going through a rebuild, retool for the last little while here. No coincidence when we traded for Pat Maroon, we made the playoffs. <laughs> so winning follows him.
0: All right, Ken. well, let's look towards game five tonight. What are the keys to a Montreal victory?
2: Well, minimal mistakes. We, we, I say that often, and I thought on both goals, despite them winning in overtime, there were mistakes. Tampa Bay will make you pay. They turned the puck over. You now, Having said that, they battled through it. But Carey Price is going to have to be as good, if not better, than he was in the victory last game because we know how good Vasilevsky, bouncing back in the Tampa Bay Lightning, their record's ridiculous, whether it was a 12 or 13-0 and 0 after playoff losses the last couple of years. They just don't lose two in a row, let alone four, which is almost a, an impossible task if, if you think it put it in those terms, but all Montreal can think is one game and then maybe we, one more game, try to win one on the road and that's playing a simple, heavy game. They have to be physical again. They were physical on top players for Tampa Bay. It's taxing, but Montreal, not as deep, not quite as good as the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a fact, Uh, but you can find ways to win and that's playing good, smart, physical hockey for them, but limit the turnovers because every time they turn the puck over too often and, and it almost costs them last game but again they found a way so uh just play a good smart game but you can't be too tentative i mean they came out tentative in game five again found a way to win and then carrie price kept them in it early when until they found their legs price going to have to be spectacular he was not as good to start this series as he's been all playoffs and uh, he was right back to carrie price i felt anyway in the victory for the Habs,
1: you can watch NHL Network analyst Ken Danico on NHL Now and NHL Tonight starting at three o'clock today before Game Five of the Stanley Cup Final. Ken, I want to ask you a question about the Blues because reportedly Vladimir Tarasenko has given the Blues a list of teams that he would be willing to be traded to, and that kind of tells us that he's he, he wants to be traded. But I want to know from you as you look around the league. Here's a guy that's played in uh, in 24 games over the course of the last two years. He's had three shoulder. What sort of a market, a trade market, do you think will be there for Vladimir Tarasenko?
2: Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Look, he he was one of the premier scorers for, for a handful of years. He, and then you mentioned the injury. And obviously, that kind of sets you back. So it, it, it's interesting. there's going to be a lot of interest, no question. Tarasenko has that kind of uh, scoring ability and skill. And every team covets a guy that doesn't need as many opportunities to bury the puck. Having said that, uh, they're probably going to want a little better deal uh, as far as, and that's exactly what teams use if you're, I'd love to be a fly on the wall sometimes as the general managers, and uh, Doug Armstrong will say, well, he's one of the premier scorers, he's worth X, and then the other general manager will go, wow, he's been injured, he hasn't been as effective the last year and a half, and so on, so it'll be interesting uh, to see, but Sometimes you need change, and, and obviously you're right. Uh, maybe St. Louis feels they uh, they need a different look, and, and it's time to move Tarasenko, and Tarasenko probably feels he needs a new lease in life. I played for only one team my entire career. I felt very fortunate. It doesn't happen very often, but a lot and it worked out, but a lot of times you get stale as a player and maybe mentally, whether it's physically, and we know he's been banged up. So it's going to be real, real interesting. You should get a uh, a real good prospect, a real good player, a real good draft, whatever you're looking for if you're the Blues. I don't know exactly what they covet if it's if it's more of a high draft pick and prospect. Is it a, uh, already a, a player that's established now? So that'll be the curious and interesting thing coming from Doug Armstrong. But Terrence is one of the premier scorers when he's Vladimir Tarasenko, and at his best.
1: Ken Danico, we love your work on NHL Network. We'll be tuned in this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it this morning, and enjoy the rest of the finals.
2: Well, thank you very much, guys. Pleasure to be on with
1: you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Take care. That's Ken Danico of NHL Network. Again, NHL Now and NHL Tonight, beginning at 3 o'clock today before Game 5 of the Stanley Cup
0: Final. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bid online where the game starts.
2: Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate Plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GrifflesPlasma.com.